Hello, people. Welcome to Sleek Talk Show. I'm your host, Jishin. Today, we're talking about football. Guess what? Today, we have a prediction. Prediction day again today with my good boy, Andrew. How you doing, big man? I'm good. Looking forward to another uh, prediction pod on the Slick Talk. Oh, man. That's uh, so excited about that again. Um, how are you feeling about this week, anyway? Do you feel like, you know, are, you, are we going to get like a 9 over 10 or something like that? Well, look, Richard, I can't do much worse than last week. I, I don't. I don't know if you've looked at the um, the stats from last week, but I I had the worst week ever in oh. our history of predicting results. Um, I got one correct result out of ten. Mm. I was looking at mine the other day. I was not too far ahead. I mean, I was right behind you there. To be honest, man. Apart from the Manchester United game. I don't. I can't remember anything else that I got right there. Yeah, you got um, you got five correct results uh-huh. and one correct score. You got yeah. the um, the big game West Brom v Sheffield. You got that scoreline right. Yes, um, baby. I told you. I told you. I told you, man. And especially, I yeah. told you about. You know, guess what, people? Andrew came out here last week and told me that Manchester United will get the ass kicked. I told you, Andrew. I told you, but let's be honest, Andrew. This game, that's Manchester. That Manchester game against Southampton. This game that was amazing, wasn't it? That was, that was a great game. We were not supposed to come back. I can't. No. I can't see. I don't know how that happened, but I know for sure Cavani. Cavani happened, man. You know that dude yeah. is world class. He's a world class player. So my uh, my prediction for Southampton Man U last week was two one Southampton. Mm-hmm. So there was a few minutes there at the end of the the game where I was thinking, "Holy smokes, this is going to be the the best prediction ever on on the history of Slick Talk." But it wasn't to be. It wasn't to be. Man U did amazing to come back, and Southampton must be kicking themselves. Exactly, and you know, I need to let people know as well that you you were basically testing me at the same time. Just let me know how bad we're playing. I think you were. I think at that time the Saints put it up at the time. I mean, at the first half, man, you were disastrous. They were terrible, terrible. absolutely shocking. Terrible first half. But and and to be really, you know, the real story here is that Southampton are playing you know, lots and many, many minutes of football at the top level and beating the top teams. So although the final result didn't go Southampton's way, they held their own for 50, 60 minutes, doing pretty well. Um, So, you know, and they're still sitting sixth in the league. Um, You know, Southampton are definitely going to get a top half finish. And if they can get another, steal another few points off the big boys, then, then they could be looking at a top six finish for sure. And you know what? As long as it's still two or three points from big boys, apart from Manchester United, I'll be happy with that. You know what I mean? Because they really scared me last week, that's for sure. Anyway, let's let's kick off real quick, man, um, with the first game. Let's just let people know that, you know, the Villa-Newcastle game obviously has been postponed, obviously because of COVID-19. So we're going to move on to the next one, which is Burnley against Everton, man. So what's your prediction on this one? Yeah, I mean, we're, at, we're 10 games in now, so we can look at the stats and they can hopefully be a bit more reliable. Mm. Um, Everton are 8th in the league, Burnley are, ni- Burnley are 19th. Um, Burnley have lost three of the last five games. Actually, Everton have lost four of the last five games, but overall, so far this season, Everton have a stronger record. They're scoring more, conceding less. Um, 
Burnley are particularly bad at scoring goals across the year, uh, the season so far on average, they're only scoring 0.4 goals per game. And at home, they're only scoring 0.25 goals per game on average. Mm. So I think that Everton um, will have what it takes here because Burnley have been so bad at scoring goals. Um, So I think it's going to be one goal for Everton and nil, one nil for Everton. Okay, that's fine. So you've got Everton to win this game. I've got something yeah. slightly, I mean, not slightly, but I've got something completely different here. I've used my prediction here. First thing first, I need to let people know that, you know, fans are back to the stands. You know, 2,000 fans, obviously, for each game. So the home games now will look like home games. That will change. That that definitely will change. So I can clearly see excitement for some of those teams, especially teams like Burnley. They need to have the fans at home to play football. And uh, just based on that, I understand that Burnley, for the past few games, you know, they haven't played well. The same, I mean, let's be honest, that, the same apply for Everton as well. I mean, let's be honest, the same apply for Everton. And I have to say, I'm actually pretty disappointed about Everton because I believe that at the moment, they're just regressing all the way down. So just based on the fact that we have fans back to those games, I'm going to go with Burnley this year. So the final score here is two for Burnley and zero for Everton. I have barely to win the whole game, boy. That's me. Yeah, I, for, I forgot about the fans getting back in. There's, there's, there could be two, three, four thousand fans oh, back in these oh, guys, oh, depending oh, on the wait, tier. Wait. Time out, time out. Are you, you? Do you want to change your prediction? No, now? no, no, oh, no. I'm comfortable. Okay. I'm comfortable. Okay, then. okay, okay. That's fine. That's fine. Started strong and I've, I've, uh, I've come off the boil for sure. And uh, yeah, no, I, okay. I'll, I'll think about the fans for my next predictions. <laughs> But I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stick with that. Andrew, you can't do that. Man. you gotta keep it. You have to keep it hundred. Keep it hundred, man. Okay. No more changes. Okay. okay. Let's go to next okay. one. Man City against. Next one. Yeah, Man City against Fulham. You know what's your prediction on that one? Man? Well, I hope. I'm hoping this is an easy one. I'm hoping this is an easy one. You know, Fulham have had a pretty rotten start. Um, they've only won one in five of their games so far this season. Um, City obviously are better on paper and they've, they've got talent in their squad but they've actually not had a great start they're sitting at 11th in the, in the league so I think this will be a I think City will win this it's really a question of just whether they can get their, get their stuff together enough to beat Fulham convincingly um, their home record is, is good for, for City better than their, their away record plus the fans I reckon uh, City will win this, and I think, I think it's going to be three goals for City, and I think they will concede. I think mm. they're going to concede one goal, so I think it's going to be three-one. Okay, that's good. I, t- let's be honest, man. Um, I think everything you say about Man City is. I mean, that was pretty much accurate. There's nothing else to add there, and I pretty much have more, ex- you know, exactly the same thing. Um, just one thing that I don't believe that they will concede a goal over there. So, I mean, for me, the final score will be a 3-0 anyway. I mean, the good news about Man City, uh, the good news about Man City, you know, they uh, just after Champions League now, they go into the next stage. So, really much, you know, for the next few weeks, you know, the focus will be on the Premier League and Premier League only. And I feel like right now, um, they look they look like they're back on track now. You know, defensively, you know, defensively, you know, from the midfield all the way, you know, to the front, 
you know, they're scoring goals right now. So I, I'm looking forward to see that game and I can see Man City really running away with a win there. So for me, the final score here is three for Man City and zero for Fulham. Okay. Um, oh, that's going to be a crazy one here. So what do you say about West Ham against Manchester United? Okay, so the next game that I've got is West Ham v Man U, and yeah. I'm thinking that uh, that that should be a again a pretty easy one, I think, particularly when you consider home and away form. So home form for uh, West Ham mm-hmm. is is actually not bad. They've won three of their last five games, but United are looking pretty good now away from home, especially after that. That uh, that win last weekend against Southampton. So oh, don't give me that. Don't give me that now, Andrew. Because last week, last week that was the same thing. Is that something? Can I just tell? Can you just tell me? Are you changing your mind about Manchester United because of what happened last weekend? Because last weekend they were playing away from home, and you were pretty yeah. convinced that the Saints were going to win. So what make you change your mind about this weekend? Oh, I I'm I'm thinking. Um, I'm thinking you're probably right, and I and and, I, and I'm a bit reluctant to admit that. I think you're going to give me a hard time for that, but um, I think United will win this, despite West Ham being fifth in the league and United being ninth. I think um, I think that United will win this, and I think it will be three goals for United. They're scoring away from home an average of three goals per game. So I think it's going to be three goals for United. And I think they will also concede one. The same as last time, I think it's going to be 3-1. Okay. I mean, let's be honest, man. After after uh, whatever you gave, gave us last weekend, for you to come back this weekend and giving Manchester United the chance to score three goals away from home, that tells me that, you know, something happened, you know, during that week, especially after that game against the Saints. But you know what? I've got Manchester United winning this game. Again, the reason why is because, you know, away from home, they have some really good record. And uh, I think after what happened last weekend, I can see uh, Cavani starting. And uh, we, we, all we need right now, obviously, from, you know, for... for you know, for this game, we we need to start from the jump. Like, you know, we don't want to have those slow starts that we had past few weekends. If we can start very quickly, maybe score one or two goals, we can we can just go back and run, you know, with the win uh, all the way through. But West Ham is a tough team. You know, West Ham, what I like about West Ham, I told you, so many times West Ham, they have rugby players playing football over there, man. They're tough, they're physical. They don't play proper football. They play rugby. They've got rugby player playing football, so it's going to be tough. You know, every you know, every time they set pieces against West Ham, you got to wash out. They've got tall, tough guy, physical. Those guys can fight you. But when we talk about finesse, we talk about structure. I think Manchester United has the structure, and I think we've got enough quality to win that game anyway. So, I mean, for me, the final score here is two for United and one for West Ham. Okay. Yeah, and timing's going to be so important for them, right? In terms of their um, when they choose to score their goals mm. um, against Southampton, it took them into the ninety-second minute to actually oh. get ahead and win. Oh, you yeah. know that that can't happen again with with West Ham. And it's the longer you leave it, the harder it's going to be for them to win. So if they come out the come out fighting early then it's, it's man used to win, for sure. Oh, most definitely. And you know what? Just, just to add on what you say right now, Andrew, you know, that's just remind me, you remember the Fergie, Fergie time 
you know, when we, we used to, we used to absolutely yeah. massive comeback. It just, it was just one of those games. You just knew, you just knew that one after the two, you just knew, okay, we, we, we're just going to win the game. This is a game that we have to yeah. win. You, you, I, I, I kind of knew that we go out with a draw there. Everybody at United will be disappointed. We all knew we had to win the game. And I think, uh, what a finish, man. And besides, I have to say also, I think that's something that I mentioned on my podcast last time was, you know, I think that goal save only sort your job, man. Because the back pages, the next day, you know, everybody was going to kill it, including me as well on my next podcast. But this is, this was the game anyway. Okay, let's move it's on. It's getting to next close. One. Yeah, let's move on to the next one, big man. Um, what do you have for Chelsea against Leeds? Uh, yeah, this is a, a bit trickier, you know. I'm looking at it and thinking it, uh, the Leeds away form particularly is better than the Chelsea home form. Chelsea, however, are third in the league and, and, and Leeds are in 12th. So Chelsea have the quality, but they've so far, um, they've not done quite as well as at home as Leeds have done away. But thinking about the fans, you know, the dynamics changing now in the Premier League as, as the fans start to come back in. Mm. Um, Chelsea are scoring tons of goals they're, they're, in terms of their averages, mm. two and a half goals per per uh, per game on average. And, and Leeds are conceding, I think, one and a half or 1.6 games uh, goals on average per game away from home, 1.7 overall. So um, I think Leeds are definitely going to concede a couple of goals. I think Chelsea have demonstrated that they they are able to score goals. Chelsea are going to win. I think it's going to be, and again, purely on the stats, I think it's going to be 2-1 Chelsea. Okay. Um, I've got something, you know, I'll probably say, yeah, it's slightly, probably the same, you know, as you. But let's be honest, it's too easy for me here. Chelsea is too strong right now. I mean, coming Champions League, you know, the league, they look strong. I mean, just see the game. I mean, last weekend, I obviously watched the game against Tottenham. They were so dominant, man. I mean, and I talked about the fact that, you know, uh, Mourinho parked the bus right at the back because he was so scared of the Chelsea. I mean, they was... They, they they now understand how to win games, man. And I think Frank Lampard, I've been saying for the past few weeks now, I think Frank Lampard has been the manager of the month for the past few months now. And the job he's doing at Chelsea is unbelievable. The only thing missing right now is for him is to win a trophy. He needs to win at least one trophy, you know, just so that he can put that out there and show that, look, yeah, he's, he's going to get, he, he's going to be one of the top managers like that in, in Europe. But it doesn't mean anything if you can win all those games and then you don't win a trophy. So that's going to be the thing. How are we going to clarify? How are we going to see Chelsea and Lampard going forward? So for me here, you know, final score will be, you know, three for Chelsea and one for Leeds. Yeah, that's a tricky one. It's a tricky, tricky one. And if you compare the the Leeds away home, uh, form and the Chelsea home form, Leeds are are actually better in in terms of the raw stats. So it, this could be the one that surprises us. But I agree. I think Chelsea have have what it takes. Yeah, I, yeah, I agree. And, and you know what? Talk, talking about surprise, how, we it seems like we're having surprise almost every weekend now, Andrew. Uh. Do you know what I mean? It seems we seem yeah. to have one of those surprising games where you believe that they're gonna win the game, and then something like that happened, like Leeds beating Chelsea, like you know, so, like you mentioned, or, or like 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 Man U beating Southampton. <laughs> 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 oh, 
come on, man. Don't you always yeah. try to take a dig at Manchester United, man? Manchester United is a top club, man. You know, we supposed yeah. to beat this. This this is what we supposed to supposed <laughs> to beat the same, not the same, not the reverse in a way. Okay, let's yeah. go to the next one. Um, next up, what do you have for West Brom against uh, Crystal Palace? That's yeah, West Brom Palace. I mean, it is tough, and I, I think. Traditionally on the on the podcast, I've been a bit harsh on Palace. I've I've don't think I've ever I think I've called them for a win once and they went and went and lost. So uh, I think this is an an even one. Neither are particularly good. They're they're fifteenth and eighteenth in the league. Uh, I don't know. I think Palace probably do look stronger in terms of the of their numbers, particularly away from home. But. Um, I think these are pretty evenly matched. It's a bit of a cop out, but I think I'm I'm going to go for a one-all draw. One-all draw. Mm. You know what I have here? Against once again, I told you, Andrew, and you 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 don't want to listen to what I'm saying. I told you, fans are back this weekend. Now we have proper home game. I know West Brom doesn't have a good record right now. I mean, for the past few days, obviously, no, for the past few weeks, they haven't had a really good record. They're having a losing season. Yeah. But things are changing. Fans will be back. 2,000, 3,000 fans back. They have home advantage now. Um, it's going to be close. It's going to be very close because Crystal Palace also mm-hmm. have, you know, they have some really good players. You know, especially, I think Zah is back as well this weekend. So that's going to be tough to see. But, just because of that home advantage and because fans are back there, I'm going to give a slight hedge here to West Brom. So I have West Brom winning this game by two goals and one for Crystal Palace. 2-1. That's yeah. my prediction. There's not, there's not much in it, is there? It's going to be close. It's going to be close, man. It's going to be close. I wouldn't be surprised to see a draw there, but I think West Brom... You know what? If, if, if tomorrow, especially Saturday Sunday game, that's just gonna feel like it's gonna feel like an early Christmas gift for those fans coming to watch those games. You know what yeah. I mean? So player will be pumped, like, oh man, we haven't seen the fans for the past six, seven months. Let's play for the fun. You can see, man, the level, the intensity, the energy, the motivation will be sky high, man, for those games, especially for all the home games, all those home fans. Something good will happen this weekend. And uh, that's my prediction. So let's move on to the next one. Um, okay. Let's... Next up is Sheffield v Leicester. Okay. So, so I think, again, I've, I'm worried about looking like an idiot, Richard, but I think this should be an easy one. <laughs> I think it should be. Um, Leicester sitting fourth in the league. Sheffield have had an absolute stinker of a, of a start. Well, yeah, not of a start. They've had a stinker so far. They're tw- they're right at the bottom, twentieth in the league. Um, they have won. They've not won a game at home. They've not won a game away. They've not won a game at all. Um, whereas Leicester have won eighty percent of their their games away from home. I just cannot see any other way that this will go other than a Leicester victory. Um, Leicester scoring away from home an average of. 2.6 goals per game and Sheffield are conceding an average of 1.2 goals at home, more away. Um, so I think it's going to be three goals for Leicester. I think they'll, they'll, they'll put a few goals through. Sheffield, however, uh, aren't scoring much, but Leicester's defence isn't the best. They're conceding 
1.4 games uh, goals per game overall this season. So I think Sheffield might sneak a goal in. I think it'll be 3-1. Okay. Um, again, I think uh, I'm going to opposite direction here, man. Um, now, just exactly what I've been saying for the past few minutes now, we have fans back, man. And again, you know, uh, we've got that energy back, we've got motivation back, and also we've got that manager under pressure. Uh, he understands that, you know, if he doesn't get the result right now, he might not get to February, you know, because remember the second season in the Premiership starts before, before January, before, uh, uh, because they, they, some team, most team, and some teams, they will have to go back and spend some money to buy or to buy player or loan player. So sometimes, you know, if you want to sack a manager, this is the time to sack him now, right? You don't have to wait until he spend money and then sack him after. So this is the chance now for the Sheffield manager, man, to make changes and really focus on this game. And I think because fans also will be allowed in, I can see those guys, you know, pushing and having a superb game. The first superb game at home. So I see them winning this game by 1-0, man, against Leicester. So my prediction... Well, Sheffield are going to win. Sheffield are going to win. They're winning. Yeah, 1-0. That's my prediction. 1-0. You, you sure? Yep. You sure? I've got that on my dream. I've got on my dream team prediction as well. You can find it there. I've got Sheffield winning. Holy smokes. Okay then. I, I reckon I reckon their manager won't make it past Wednesday, to be honest. Never mind. Never mind January or February. Holy smokes. You know what? I'll call you They're after not the even... game. Oh jeez. I'll call oh, you after the I will call you after the game. I understand I understand why you're saying but again, I Andrew, that's exactly what I've been saying for the past few weeks. You have those teams. Some of those teams need fans sometimes, you know, basically to push themselves to the next level. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. remember, when we watch the TV at home and you can hear that vi- virtual, oh, that virtual yeah. song, they can't hear that, bro. They yeah. can't hear that. Now they will be able, they will be able to hear the fan. They will be able to hear the chant and all that. That's good. Yeah. So when, when they, um, so a lot of the games are on uh, now TV and Sky uh, and and trying to follow the uh, if you pick the wrong channel you yeah. get the football game without the fan noise on exactly and it it's rubbish it's, it's oh, really it's rubbish it's hard it's and, hard and, 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 and you see the one without the fan without the virtual noise and all that that's those are the game bro and you see that that's it like, yeah that, that's it that that look like a, a sun you know when you go to the park on the Sunday park game you can hear some of the players shouting you can I mean it's so t- it's terrible. Um, so yeah. I'm just saying. The old, the, I I agree that that home home uh, home teams are definitely going to have an advantage this week. But Sheffield have out their last five games they've only scored one goal, and and even then it was that ended up a draw. So I I just uh, I don't know. I think I agree with you that home teams are going to have a great weekend, but I'm not sure it's going to be Sheffield. But we'll see. <laughs> Come on, man! You we'll see Sheffield like that. <laughs> Sorry, Sheffield. You know what? Sorry. Uh, but, but let's talk a little bit about Leicester. They're not playing well yeah. at the moment. I mean, they lost first of all the Europa League you know, on Thursday. They look so bad. They look really, really bad. I can't remember exactly what happened last weekend. If you can check that real quick there for me, but I don't think I don't think they came through last weekend as well. If I'm correct. No. Uh, um, yeah, I think they drew. Did they? 
Let me just check. Yeah, real quick um, there. But yeah. I'm just saying, they're regressing as well. They're regressing as well. So it's not, I, I understand, I understand Sheffield are not playing at the moment. You know, based on the table, standing, you know, they're not doing well. But this is maybe the game where they might just nick this one. You know, like a one goal nil, a one goal and sit back a little bit more just to wait for Leicester. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah. yeah. So actually, Leicester haven't won for a while. Their last win was against Wolves on the, the 8th of November. Exactly. Yeah. They, they, what, they, they lost to Liverpool. Yeah. They drew in the Europa League. Yeah. They lost to Fulham mm. and they lost in the Europa League. So, oh, yeah, yeah they're, they're, they're looking for a win. Definitely. They're looking for a win as well. So, and I'm saying, I'm saying now going away, playing at Sheffield right now with the fans coming home, there's going to be a lot of pressure. And remember, Sheffield had a whole week to practice, right? But Leicester play on Thursday, right? They play on Thursday on Europa League. So you're going to, definitely going to see some tired legs, man, coming back and play, you know, on a Sunday against, uh, against Sheffield United. So let's see. I've got Sheffield winning this game. Wonder. I, man, I see you looking, at, you know, you have a funny face right there. You want to change your prediction or what? Oh, no. I, no, I'm good. Everything's okay. in order. Okay. <laughs> All right. Let's move on to the next yeah. one. What do you have for Spurs Spurs against Arsenal there? So, I don't... I'm looking at my notes now and I'm immediately beginning to think I've made a mistake. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm looking at my notes and it says... My notes... I'm going to go the other way around here. My notes okay. say 1-1. One, one. It's going to be a draw. And I'm looking at the stats and I'm thinking Spurs really should win this. They should do fine. I think what I've I've been looking at actually is Spurs' home record against Arsenal's away record, particularly. Mm. Um, and and that's where Spurs seem to be much weaker. If this was a if this was a neutral game or if Spurs were away from home, mm. I would think they stood a much better chance. But actually, Spurs have been not as good at home. They've been significantly worse at home compared to their away record. And Arsenal are just patchy anyway. Um, so their numbers look very similar, actually, between uh, yeah, Spurs' home games and Arsenal's away games. There's a big, obviously a big distance between them and the table. But I, I've got a feeling this might be the disappointing game of the weekend. And I think it, this one could finish 1-1. Okay. Now, I understand exactly what you've been talking about Spurs against Arsenal. And I can clearly see, yeah, recall Spurs against Arsenal hasn't been good. But remember, that was not against Mourinho, right? Mourinho has a really good record against Arsenal. All the team that he managed always beat Arsenal. Talk about Chelsea, especially Chelsea, Manchester United at the time when he was manager. And I think that will be the same case for this weekend with Tottenham. I can't see Arsenal winning against Tottenham. I mean, the way Mourinho set up this team right now defensively, you know, they they cannot be cracked by Arsenal. Arsenal is a finesse team. They don't play physical or anything like that. But I see, for me, Tottenham, this is a, this is a win for Tottenham. But, I mean, and especially with the fans back as well, man, with that new stadium, that's going to be exciting. So, I think it's easy one for me. It's so easy for me. I've got Spurs winning this game by three. And Arsenal zero. Yeah, yeah, I think that's um, <laughs> yeah. 
I'm I'm getting a bit of uh, buyer's remorse on this one. I think you may be right, but I'm gonna st- I'm gonna stick with my original oh, cryptic come on, notes. Man, Andrew, you see, guys, you know, for anybody listening, you know, there's three or four games there, Andrew. You've been feeling like mm, I'm not sure if I, you know, you don't feel happy about some I've of your. My, I've had my, my my confidence has been dented after last week. <laughs> I had my my predictions are so bad last week. I'm, I've, I've, my confidence is shaken, but I'm gonna stick. I'm gonna keep going. But you know what? You know what people say. You can't have two bad weekends, man. It doesn't happen. It doesn't happen like that. It, yeah. You can't have not have two successive back bad weekends. So I'm pretty sure I, there's a chance that maybe you know that will look good tomorrow or Sunday. So don't worry about that. Let's go to the next one. I'm pretty sure this one that will be an easy one for you. What about Liverpool against Wolves, man? What do you have for that one? Yeah, I suppose Liverpool are maybe thinking about injuries at the moment as well. I think they're probably worst placed in the league in terms of injuries. I think Allison, their their their, their goalkeeper, is a bit of a question mark about wh- whether he's going to be uh, playing or not. Salah's fine. Firmino's fine. Um, you know, a lot of the other big names are are fine. I. Th- I think Liverpool are going to win this. They should win this, but injuries are a question mark. So I'm I'm going to go hope hope for the best for in terms of injuries, and uh, I'm going to go two one Liverpool. Okay, God, I'm not going to go and start talking too much. We've got I've got exactly the same score, uh, basically from Liverpool. I think everything that you say about Liverpool is spot on. To be honest with you, I, but yeah, I'm a little bit concerned obviously because they've got so many injuries. A couple of cases from COVID, um, and and they've got. When we talk about injury, not just like you know, they've got some key injury, like key places, key position, like the defense. You know, you know, in the midfield they have a couple of you know, as a, not in, not not offensively, but really from midfield all the way to the defense, they've got so many missing pieces there, and then. Um, they have to plug any other player there, but they seems to have a formation. They have a structure. So anybody that the guy, anybody that club usually plugged in there, they seems to understand how to play the position. So this is why I'm confident. If this game was away from home, I would. I don't think I would have picked them basically to win the game. But because they're playing at home and they've got fans coming back there. I see them winning this game. So I've got exactly the same score just as you, as 2-1 for, for Liverpool. So that's easy. So let's go to the last one. Um, Brighton against the Saints. So I think uh, Southampton will have what it takes. They have been letting some goals in, but I, they will win this against Brighton, I think. My uh, scoreline prediction is probably, pro. I think, 2-1. 2-1 for Southampton. Man, I feel like you copy and paste my paper here, boy. Yeah, I've got exactly the same scoreline as you. Obviously, I've got the Saints to win as well. The reason why I have the Saints to win because I believe that uh, they're very strong. Uh, just and, 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 and I know, you know, for the past few minutes there, I've been talking about, you know, fans coming back and, you know, feeling that, you know, home teams now will have an advantage. But I don't think Brighton will have an advantage against the Saints. I think, I think the Saints have, you know, this is a matchup that definitely, you know, uh, is in favor of the Saints there. And they've got some, they've got speed and power up front there to score goals. I watched the game against Manchester United. Those guys, they can play football. I mean, the reason, I mean, the reason why they lost the game, it was just because of one and one player. That was not because we were dominant as a team. The reason why they lost the game against Manu, that was because of Cavani. And that's it. That's it. So, 
you know, if that full team, if that, and I can see they look pissed off as for after the loss last week. So they're going to come back pumped up against Brighton. So I see them winning that game. And I've got exactly scoreline just as you, man. So I've got 2-1 for that game. Okay. So I think we went through all the games now, Andrew, yeah? That's it, yeah. That's it. And so... um so I guess uh, you feeling good about your prediction, or you still want? Are you sure you don't want to change uh, any of them? No, I'm not going to change any. The, the that's it now. I've done it. I'm gonna have to just be comfortable with that. I feel really uh, shockingly terrible after my disastrous predictions last week, and and I think oh, I can't be any worse. I can only be the, the only way it will be worse is if I get none right. As well. um, and 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 if oh if I mean if I'm really that bad, at least the Villa Newcastle result tonight, uh, Friday night, I've called that correctly because that's postponed. So uh, <laughs> so I can't get that one wrong. So I'm I'm definitely gonna be better than that. You know what? You can cash out. Did you cash out? You can cash out. <laughs> can, <of> can, <laughs> cash out of the postponement. Oh man! Oh god, that's so bad. <laughs> Oh man, oh man, I can't wait. You know what? You know what? You know what? The exciting thing I'm, I'm going to be looking at this weekend, obviously, just to see how the fans react. And uh, you know, after six months, whatever, six or seven months now, we didn't have fans. I think that's great. That that's great. That's great to have them back again, and and just have yeah. a little bit of normality going back. You know, I mean, going back to the fans. So hopefully, by yeah. the time we get to Christmas and New Year, because usually we have games around that time. You know, slowly and surely they will. You know, they will increase. You know the number of fans at you know the number of fan attendance to to those uh, to those. Yeah, and remember the vaccine is going to continue to roll out through the new year, and you know as the number of unwell people in hospitals and in in uh, in care homes begins to drop, then then the restrictions will begin to release and gradually, slowly, you know, and and steadily through spring, I think we're going to see a return to normality, and the end of this season should be great as as we return to. Hopefully, in return to normality, that's going to be. And then, of course, the big, the big celebration will be in in June and July when the the Euros, the delayed Euros, begin to kick yes. off. That will be the big, the big party, particularly for our Scottish listeners. Oh man, you know what? I'll be on the podcast, you know, twenty four hour day every day just talking about football man yeah. you know i can't wait because i will have so much content i won't even know what to do with that because at the same time there will be basketball at the same time there will be euro i mean oh god and then do we not have like the world what about the olympic is that not the olympic game as well at some point the man? olympics were were postponed yeah i think yeah. they should be taking place this year as well yeah yeah, so it's gonna be think a busy, busy summer. It's gonna be a. This is gonna be a sports summer. This is exactly mm. what's gonna happen. So I, I wonder if maybe we should um we should go to London to Wembley and do a couple of field field recordings for Slick Talk, mm. um on Slick Talk on tour. Oh man, you and know record what? some London episodes. Uh, I um. I'm thinking. Let, let's let's talk about that. Maybe offline. Definitely, I'll make a few. Oh, make we'll a talk few. about it offline, and I'll I'll maybe have to ask my wife. Oh man, don't worry about your wife. Don't worry. I'll, I'll call. I'll call your wife and uh, just talk for on your behalf. Don't worry. I'm sure she'll let okay. you come with me. No problem. So that that, okay. that, that okay. should be okay. And especially with all that good food that you've been doing all the time, I think that at least you deserve. The, the least you can deserve right now is just have that ticket, man, to come with me in London, man. 
Is that's why I'm doing it. That's why I'm cooking this amazing food is so that I can, uh, I can sneak out to watch a football game when the pub's open again. Oh, man, you know what? <laughs> I, I don't know if pubs will be back up again, you know, just like we used to. I don't think they will. Like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe at some point next year, but uh, I, don't, I don't think so, you know, we'll have 10, 15 people sitting in the pub watching games like back in the days. I don't think so. I'm certainly not going to go to a pub just now because I'm paying too much money now to watch those games, man. You know what I mean? So I want to be watching that at home. Do you know what I mean? So, you know, yeah. if I go back out there, I will have to, to stop those subscriptions because it's a hell of money, man. To, to be honest, I'm thinking about going to the stadium. As soon as they open that up, I'm going to try to get my membership back again and get back to, to Manchester to go and watch the game if I can. Mm. Oh, but let's see. Okay. Okay, people, you know, I think that's all we have today. You know, it's always a pleasure to have, you know, Andrew with us. And remember, people, we're back next week again um, with prediction. So let's hope that, you know, you guys, you know, have a good time. Enjoy your weekend. Stay safe. And uh, just enjoy, man. Just enjoy sport and football. Thank you very much. And good night.